Rhoda, how's how's your week been? Oh, you know, just living the dream, sure. working from home. Haven't seen the sky in a few days, <laughs> but that's okay. Well, yeah. Are you going to... Uh, I, th- I think there's a lot of people uh, right now dreading what's going to be coming. Are you going to have to be uh, moving back into a, a building soon? Or are you going to just argue that clearly this can be done from home and let's not be dicks about this? Uh, they, we've already <laughs> been told that we're going back to life first and to not even ask if we can keep working remote. So that's, that's a nice. bummer. That's nice. But I've determined my next job will be remote because I do like working from home. Yeah. It's been great. Well, I'm sure with with a kid, it's nice to actually be able to be in their life rather than stealing you from a third of their lives. I know. It's so horrible. (laughs) He doesn't call me the stranger anymore. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Welcome everyone to Stab, the show that makes you wonder if you left the oven on. I mean, you hadn't been wondering, but now that I've mentioned it, you have to check. Let's meet tonight's panelists. Our first panelist isn't afraid of anything, except a helicopter piloted by a polar bear. She's a hilarious stand-up comedian. It's Rhoda D. Ramon. Hello. Good evening. <laughs> Our second panelist has won every staring contest he's ever had with any fish he's ever challenged. He's a producer of the Ileana Effect. It's Jason Weitzel. Oh, hey. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm a fish. And our third panelist is afraid of everything except polar bear helicopter pilots. They're a talented writer, improviser, and a stab show favorite. It's Melanie Ford. And greetings. <laughs> and I'm your host, Jesse Jones. Crisp, refreshing, and half the calories of the other guys. Jesse Jones. Welcome to the Stab Show, the only comedy writing panel podcast that you can think of. Go ahead. Try and think of another one. We dare you. And while you rack your brain, let's meet tonight's panelist, Rhoda. Hey Hello. There. How are I'm happy you? Happy to be here tonight. Oh, always happy to have you. How are things? Things. I'm just chilling like a villain out here. Sure. Get ready to get my second Bill Gates implant in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They can't. It doesn't sync up properly. Uh, Got to get the tune. Make sure it's in tune with the antennas out yeah. there. Get that that full Wi-Fi, that 5G connectivity. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so you get you're getting your second. You said Sunday. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. nice. Well, you gotta know to get one of those. Now they'll be <laughs> able to track track me anywhere I go. <laughs> well, cool. Oh, you're gonna have uh, since you got a two shooter, you're gonna have the that really heavy second shot sort of knock you on your ass a couple days. <laughs> I, I hope I hope not, but yeah. we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm law, crossing my fingers. Law lucked into the Johnson and Johnson one shot, and still I was, was knocked down for a couple days. But apparently, that's you know, that's science, guys. It's that just, means it's working exactly. <laughs> well, happy to have you, Rhoda. Always, always enjoy. Yeah, always happy it. to be here. Uh, Jason. Hey yes, sir. There, I didn't even check with you on the pronunciation of that. Uh, I assume I got the uh, the show title. Uh, okay, good. The Ilona Effect. That's uh, your podcast that you've been doing for a couple months now. Uh, started in October, but I didn't like promote it 
until a couple months ago. Yeah. And that's, well, I, I would be doing a disservice to try and explain it. Uh, explain to folk what that is. So that is my biological mother, who I did not grow up with. I have, I've decided to interview her uh, one-on-one. Uh, she grew up, she was a heroin addict, and I never lived with her. And so as time is going by, I figured I wanted to write a book about the whole thing. So I figured I'd record it for reference. And then I decided to put it in the interwebs and let everybody listen to it. Yeah. Because so. <laughs> we're just the kind of, you know, comedians are just the kind of people that uh, uh, just have to uh, sh- share the raw, uh, That's right. <laughs> unfiltered pain. Of their lives. <laughs> That's right. If I have to live through it, so do all of you. <laughs> exactly. Enjoy. <laughs> well, that sounds uh, like deep and and probably pretty pretty rough. Yeah, it's it's not anything comedic at all. It's just raw conversation and her telling me the truth of her life as an addict and other things that have come out through the episodes that were pretty shocking. So sorry to bring the show down. No, I knew where we were going. Uh, (laughs) Check that out. It's not all uh, nonsensical uh, hootenanny. (laughs) Fill yourself with with some deep, thoughtful uh, discovery. Guys, check out uh, Ilona Effect, uh, Jason Weitzel. Uh, And someday we'll do some Van Full of Candy stuff again. Someday. Someday. We promise. Uh, and finally, Melanie. Hey there. Oh, there it is. Look at that you gorgeous, did that much. That That's about as far mic. as we got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got everything set, and then we stopped doing things. That's right. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're done. Melanie, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last we left off, I think you uh, you had finally escaped um, seasonal work in February. Uh, <laughs> Still uh, just laying back and ch- chillaxing? <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I was starting to look for something else, and then people were like, hey, you know that you can, like, get all that unemployment from the pandemic, right? And I was like, wah, wah. <laughs> um, So I'm like, that's a, that's a better job. Yeah. Like, to just get me paid to stay home? Sure, yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to work that out. Yeah, hopefully you can get some of that. It is it is not easy. I've been seeing your posts uh yeah. it's not easy it's not easy and even when you get a hold of them that doesn't mean anything's gonna happen uh. Dylan literally like got on the phone with somebody after like an hour of trying and they were just like Ugh, whatever and like, on the phone. <laughs> like oh no yeah that's yeah. that's good i mean i get that it's probably very thankless but at the yeah. same time yeah, it's sort of your job <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> At least pretend to care, like yes, halfway? yes. <laughs> Probably has to do with the time of day. Maybe you catch them too, and it's just don't want to get uh, <laughs> don't want to get an EDD uh, rep at four thirty. <laughs> <laughs> that is never going to be fun for anybody involved. All right, well, happy to have you, Melanie. Let's get into the thing. <laughs> Starting it off with the first segment because it's the first segment. It's reorganization. Please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Who or what might it now represent? Your special. You're a super special, unique, individual thing. 
you special thing, you. The sheer complexity of us weird organic beings makes the math pretty crazy that ever in the existence of anything ever, there could ever have been another thing exactly like the thing you are. What I'm trying to say is, you are, you are, you are, O-O-A-K, one of a kind. I'm not sure where I found this one, but there it was. But don't let that go to your head now. One of a kind also isn't the only O-O-A-K, only, only thing that O-O-A-K could stand for. So why don't you come down from your high, unique horses and tell me who or what else O-O-A-K might stand for or represent to you, Rhoda? What's your O-O-A-K? Well, you know, they say everything that you need to know you learn in kindergarten, right? So if you want to be an obstetrician, you really only have to ace kindergarten, uh, which is good because they bring babies into this world, if you didn't know that. So for me, A-A-O-K stands for obstetricians only ace kindergarten, Right? So that's everything you need to know. So according to those rules, it means encourage curiosity because obviously you got to be really curious to pull back those meat curtains on the rag if you're an obstetrician. Really curious all the time. You got to share everything, you know, bring children into the world. You need to let those mothers know if they have a DUI, you know, it's the law. You just got to be super honest with them. Okay. That's, that's just how it is. Uh, don't hit people. I mean, I know we used to spank the babies when they were born, but you can't do that anymore. Learn that real quick. Uh, clean up your own mess or just get the nurses to do that for you. Uh, say you're sorry when you hurt someone and uh, make sure that you have really, really good malpractice insurance and uh then finally pretty much the same old rule just wash your hands before you eat you have no idea what's in those women's placenta you got to make sure that you scrub up all right so of course obstetricians only ace kindergarten thank you guys so much <laughs> rota ramon obstetricians only ace kindergarten you hope they do okay with the following i don't know what is it 20 odd 25 odd years of schooling after that but give or take hopefully they uh, they just got all the the programming in kindergarten uh jason <laughs> let's yes sir jason let's hear your ooak many tens of thousands of years ago on the northernmost shore of what is now known as australia was a very small island named thursday island this island was home to the first Aboriginal people of Australia who historically dash allegedly, which is a word, <laughs> made it to these islands as the great frost melted and sea levels rose. As they adventured across the great desert, they stumbled across many different species. But according to lore, the species which had the biggest impact on these early people were from the macropod family better known from their infraclass classification, the marsupials, better known as the kangaroos. To make a long history lesson even longer, the Aboriginal people needed to come up with a name for this, a hip hop, a hippity hoppity don't stop marsupial. Mm -hmm. And that name was Uak. Uak. <laughs> for the sound the kangaroo made, now, fast forward 20,000 years when the first British colonists landed on the island, bringing their diseases, violence, baked beans, and tea like they always do. One kind man 
One kind man named Lieutenant James Cook spent some time with the locals and learned their ways and their language. The one word that always baffled the colonists was Uwak. After months of living with the locals, Lieutenant James Cook returned to the colonists and told them of all he had learned. One young girl made her way to the front of the crowd and gently tugged on his denim shorts and said, what does Uwak mean? The lieutenant looked down, smiling at the girl, kneeled down and said, well, this is a rough translation, but it actually means, oh, ooh, a kangaroo. <laughs> the end. <laughs> oh. So stupid. Oh. <laughs> uh. Old old Lieutenant Cook and his denim cutoffs, you know, like they did back back in the colonial days. Well, they did. It was hot in Australia. <laughs> sure. I Why looked I... it up. Oh, ooh, a kangaroo. Do you not think I did not research this project? <laughs> I mean, I can't question you. <laughs> Clearly, no, the, you early, the early the uh, early uh, <laughs> adventurers and and explorers were all rocking. Them Daisy Dukes. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Jason. Uh, Melody. They were never nudes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they all blew themselves. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, Melody, let's hear your OOAK, why don't we? So, you want to be an Australian hobby bird watcher. <laughs> of course you do. You're in Australia for the span of your post-COVID vacation, and the birds are the animals least likely to kill you, so long as you don't think too hard about the fact that the birds and the reptiles are closer related than we initially considered, because they're all dinosaurs. <laughs> anyway, if you're going to kill in the Australian Hobby Birdwatcher game, you just gotta remember one acronym. Uwak. Oh, obviously, a kookaburra. <laughs> You've found a fluffy bird that's mainly carnivorous and lives off mice, insects, reptiles, and baby birds of other species? Oh, obviously, a kookaburra. You've encountered a gathering of large beak territorial birds singing in a chorus? Oh, obviously, a kookaburra. Now that you think about it, you recognize the birds from dozens of pop culture references, including this one presently happening, which maybe will inspire Jesse or another stab aficionado to write a Wikipedia article for the podcast and then reference this very piece currently happening on the Kookaburra Wikipedia page, even having to create a whole new in-culture subcategory called Other. Oh, obviously, a Kookaburra. You come across a bird with no beak, no feathers, and a baby bird in its stomach patch? That's not even a bird. That's a kangaroo. Why Why would you think that's a bird? Come, enjoy your Australian hobby bird watching today with the power of Uwak. I can... I can honestly say um, that when distributing OOAK, uh, didn't expect we were going to have two Australian references. Maybe I was just naive. <laughs> yeah. uh, but <laughs> there it is uh, Rhoda you dropped the ball uh, <laughs> Damn it I'm sorry <laughs> Where's another Australian K animal Koala There we are <laughs> Are those Australian I think I don't know uh, Well <laughs> thank you That's, That is our I don't know if that 
qualifies them as Australian. Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, you keep just crushing puns on this show. Uh, (laughs) I actually got a message from a friend of mine who who does listen to the show. You know, the one. Um, Mm -hmm. Who just loved the quick um, Cheryl Crow... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was fine. Yeah, that quick reference that you threw in there. What was it? The uh, oh, I forgot. I think it was like oh, the the first. If it makes him happy, it can't be that bad. Uh, Something John said was that, or like the first cut is the deepest. That's right. What, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that was fun. And that yeah, it was just right there. It was instantaneous, and it crushed. And now you're just here all on these word plays. All right. We'll just knock it out of the park. <laughs> we'll put in the good word to the capital puns, guys. And <laughs> we'll get you on another show. All right. That's segment one. So much Australia. Segment two. Pickup lines. Oh, even more Australia? Wait for it. Uh, <laughs> look, meeting people is always going to be weird. No matter how you go about it. So why not lean into the weird and just shout something clever but non-threatening in the direction of someone who catches your eye and see where the night leads? Pick up lines. The punching your crush in the arm and running away of grown-ups. Let's hear your three pickup lines to or from the following things. Y'all, one at a time, one, 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 two, 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 around the horn, serpentine. Rhoda, let's hear your first pickup lines to or from a parking garage. Okay. Oh boy, I hope you are not a single floor structure because I want to cruise up you on several levels. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Very straight to the point. <laughs> just just want to ride all the way up. Uh, <laughs> and now, now, silly me, now I'm seeing the inspiration for Lieutenant Cook's uh, denim cutoffs. Uh, <laughs> Jason, let's hear your... Pick up lines to her from Jorts. <laughs> jorts, I had to look it up. I had no clue. But once I saw them, oh, I knew what those babies were. All right. So this first one is to the Jorts. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jorts. Did you just come out of the dryer? Because damn, you is hot. Especially your metal buttons. <laughs> All them toasty rivets. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. And Melanie, let's hear your first pickup line. Ooh, ooh I don't want to be low carbing. Let's hear your first pickup line to or from Easter Candy. Hey. Want to eat me once and then forget I exist for a year? <laughs> You know what? I brought that upon myself. Uh, <laughs> I never forget about you, Easter candy. You're always on my mind. <laughs> oh, Robin eggs. Mm. Okay. God, uh, those are amazing. <laughs> that's just my favorite. There are many whoppers, y'all, with a candy shell. All right. Uh, <laughs> they're the best thing in the world. Rhoda, let's hear your second pickup line. To her from Parking Garage. Ooh, girl, I hope you have enough room because I want to put my four-wheel drive in you, baby. <laughs> it's not a euphemism you hear a lot. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, going off-roading. Oh, no, <laughs> don't take it up the old dirt road. 
Uh, <laughs> Can you handle those mountains, baby? Damn. Uh, Jason, pick up line two. Two are from Jorts. The second one is from the Jorts. Sure. Hey, girl. Reach on down here and feel me. Know what I'm made of? Boyfriend material. <laughs> mm. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Less Get room? it material like denim? I, yes. <laughs> I was trying to just gauge the level of crudity. Less? More? I'm not sure. That's the beauty of a good pickup line. Uh, <laughs> Melanie, let's hear your second. Two are from Easter Candy. Hey. We've got a lot in common. Because I'm also highly polarizing and irrelevant 99% of the time. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're finding them on a different level. You're meeting them. It's more you're 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 getting on the intellectual level of Easter candy. This isn't all about hit it and quit it. <laughs> this is about our relevance to society. All right, uh, Rhoda, let's wrap up your third pickup line. Two are from a parking garage. Ooh, boy, I hope you have a nice wide parking space for me to back that ass up mm -hmm. into, because I'm a freak like that. <laughs> There had to be a back that asset. There had to be, clearly. <laughs> Thank you for not letting us down, Rhoda. Jason, your well final <laughs> your final pickup line to from around adjacent jorts. I'm gonna go to the jorts on the last one here. Okay. Hey jorts. You're in luck. I like my jorts like I like my smurfs. Short, blue, and tight. I don't want to think now what? <laughs> I don't want to think about the last part. Uh, I was just thinking the entire time as you were about to get started. There, here was another opportunity to back that ass up. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize it until Rhoda took us down that road. Uh, no, I don't want to think about tight Smurfs. Okay, uh, take us away from that, <laughs> Melanie. With uh, the final pickup line, final segment two piece, your pickup line two are from Easter Candy. First of all, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Hey. Do you like peeps? Because my vagina also has a yellow crust and a gooey inside. <laughs> 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 That is beautiful. Uh, just gonna... <laughs> Got to hi <laughs> hydrate after that. <laughs> and, and that person should also probably hydrate. Uh, <laughs> that's that's pickup lines. <clears throat> Segment three, review it. Uh, if you do shopping, odds are... You don't care what other people have to say about the thing you're buying. At least if you do the shopping like I does. But a lot of people do depend on those who came before them to inform them of the quality or satisfaction that they can expect from a thing. So, be that voice. Guide the future in Review It. And give us your view of the following things in the style of these specific outlets. Hopefully this was all clear. Rhoda. <clears throat> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. 
<laughs> Maybe you'll help us see them in a different light than uh, how we last left off on them uh, just uh, 30 seconds ago. I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, let's hear a Travelocity review of genitals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Um, all right. So, a Travelocity review of genitalia. Excellent verified traveler. I title this, if you try sometimes, you might find you get what you need. Last summer in the haze of COVID-19 pandemic, I found myself in someone of a rut. Gone were the days of careless roaming, maskless travel, and sharing blunts with strangers. I was depressed and isolated. It was a real Howard Hughes moment for me, if you know what I mean. Suddenly, I saw a picture of Captain America's dick, and just like Stella, I knew I was about to get my groove back. Cleanliness is all in black and white, so you know it's classy, okay? Staff and service, five stars. More like shaft service, am I right? Amenities, no balls and whistles, just nice, clean, clear genitals. So, I mean, property conditions and facilities, this is a great dick pic, despite being in pixel format on a social media platform. I mean, you usually don't get bang for your buck like that, ladies and gents, am I right? All on the up and up would definitely use in the old rub hub, if you know what I mean, five out of five stars. <laughs> oh, how, how did we so quickly forget about... <laughs> Chris Evans' glorious gift to the world. Leaked dick pics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're going to review one, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you know, if if we're being 100% honest, mm. he's not really, like, my type of guy. I, I get the appeal, but he's not really my type. But, it, I mean, that was a good-looking dick. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and so few of them are actually presentable. Uh <laughs> Let alone good looking. Uh, all right, Jason. Five out of five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would recommend. Uh, <laughs> Jason, let's hear your Angie's list review of your own cooking skills. Okay, this review is from Janice from Carmichael, California. <laughs> she is a verified reviewer. Okay. The original review was May eleventh. 2011 and she gave a two-star rating (laughs) i heard on angie's i heard an angie's list commercial on the radio in my car one day on my way to jazzercise this seemed like a great way to find a caterer for my parents 50th anniversary party that i was holding at my house in a couple of weeks after researching through the very small selection of not so impressive listings i decided to give to give jay's joint homestyle cooking a try First, let's talk about trying to get a hold of this company. I called the number listed, and it was a beeper. It asked me to enter my number. Approximately 45 minutes later, I received a collect call from Jay's Joint, who happened to be at a payphone outside of JCPenney's. I accepted the collect call and proceeded to talk with Jay about the party. When I asked him if there was any way I can see an online menu of the items he offered, he chuckled and said, yeah, like I can afford to print up fancy menus. If you lack homestyle food, we got you covered. 
I told them the party was for 30 people and we'd need five vegetarian dishes as well. No problem, he said. Carrots are our specialty. He then asked me if I'd call his cousin Mike and tell him to meet Jay at the grocery outlet on Bradshaw in about 30 minutes. For some reason, I agreed and gave, and he gave me Mike's number. The day of the party arrived, and so did the Jay's joint in a bright orange van with stick-on brown vinyl letters spelling out van full of cooking. Two very sweaty kids under the age of eight jumped out of the back of the van carrying saran wrap covered trays into the backyard patio. A grown man dressed in a muscle shirt and the tightest denim shorts you've ever seen exited the van carrying plastic chafing dishes, which he sat next to the saran wrap trays. The two kids had started unwrapping the trays and began to eat some of the food. Jay, or whoever this man was, uncovered the chafing dishes, lit candles underneath them, and asked for his cash and left. Here's a list of the buffet that was delivered. Macaroni and cheese with sliced hot dogs, grilled cheese sandwiches, Kellogg's breakfast cereal, single serve boxes, 48 count. Celery stocks with peanut butter, boxes of raisins on the side, eight cans of pork and beans unopened, and quesadillas with salami. Needless to say, I will never use Angie's list again. I would have given this review only one star, except for the fact that the salami on the quesadilla was a nice touch. <laughs> Jason's Angie, Angie's list review of his own cooking. <laughs> Those are my specialties, and I had incorporated some. Nice. Uh, I mean, you can't go wrong with grilled cheese. I mean, I mean, I guess the kids probably enjoy hot dogs in the mac and cheese, but let's not let's not be extra. Uh, <laughs> thank you jason oh you know what i eat like a child so that all sounded delicious uh <laughs> melanie let's wrap up the reviews with a, a social media influencers review of oxygen i used to take oxygen for granted it was just that stuff all over the place i needed in order to be alive <laughs> But then I started the Oxygen Wellness Plan. It's a weight loss for health and wellness plan where all you do is breathe oxygen. If you're hungry, thirsty, sad, angry, feeling faint, or inconsolably cold, just take a deep breath and wait for the beauty to kick in. It's the hardest thing I've ever... I've ever done for my health and wellness, but I know that nothing tastes as good as thin. I mean, as health and wellness feels. This is about health and wellness. I am not fat phobic. Please don't take my platform. I give oxygen a 10 out of 10. <laughs> Only two more months before I can eat again. <laughs> oh. It's for health and wellness, guys. <laughs> That's not why I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thank you, Melanie. Oh. God damn it. Was the, uh, <laughs> the I, I wanted to make the connection to to your uh, to your YouTube reviewer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's the same character. <laughs> Just building our own universe here. That was segment three. That was review it. 
Off to segment four already? Yes. Write an angry poem about it. <clears throat> I'm angry. You're angry. We're all angry. But we're also all kind of creative. So instead of just screaming into the sky, begging any deity who will answer to explain why everything is so fucking stupid all the time, why don't we zazz up our rage by making it rhyme? So please write an angry poem about the following people, places, things, and sundry. Uh, well, apparently, I just had denim on the mind, or it's been a through line here. I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> Rhoda. Are you telling us you're a never nude now? <laughs> no, I'm like the opposite of that. Uh, <laughs> nothing below the waist here. Uh, <laughs> let's hear, Rhoda, your angry poem about skinny jeans. You think that we should all be happy after surviving low-rise jeans. Yeah, I had a muffin top back then, but I still can't think over being squeezed by these tight-ass seams. You accentuate my fupa. You cling to my caboose. You're barely a step up from those husky jeans I wore as a kid with body positivity was an idea thought obtuse. It takes a wrench to zip you up. Socks have to go on first and pockets are a pain to tuck in. Why do we have skinny jeans anyway? Americans ain't thin. Skinny jeans, you frontin', you triflin', you dirty ass bitch. Missed me with this trend and bring out the boot cut trick. <laughs> oh, that was very aggressive, but Damn. not wrong at all. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I love a good boot cut. Loose fit, baby. Uh, <laughs> Rhoda. Relaxed fit jeans. Yeah, it's just, ugh. Well, I want to be comfortable. <laughs> what is the point? Okay. I don't know. I missed it completely, and I, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad I did. Rhoda, thank you. Angry poem mm -hmm. about skinny jeans. Jason, uh, I guess I see a bit of a connection uh, <laughs> to the, the Andy's List, too. Uh, with let's hear your what? angry poem about pork and beans. I looked up slam poetry to see <laughs> what it sounded like. So whatever this comes out as, uh, we're going to support. Sure. Pork and beans, more like beans and beans. These cylindrical cans of deceit stacked in my pantry, eight cans high. The beans are white. The tomato sauce is brown. The pork is nowhere to be found mm -hmm. look i'm not trying to rhyme but when i need a snack when i am hungry for pork i grab a fork and can opener you've been satisfying family since 1861 if satisfying means pork misrepresentation then i don't want none son little white lies and little white beans a little square of pork fat? Is that what the pork means in the ingredients of pork and beans? If that's the case, you can take away my cut-off jeans and feed me jelly beans out of a military canteen at a 50th wedding anniversary uh -huh. party. And <laughs> Yeah, no, that was clearly, that was clearly slam. Uh... Thank goodness. I, that's where see that's where my cut up hot dogs come in, and it's the pork and beans. I don't know. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm as classless as I think I am. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Jason. Such rage about pork and beans, and Rhoda's fuming about skinny jeans. Melanie Ford, 
Let's hear your angry poem about 80s movie college deans. Oh, I see what you do. Yeah, see? Roses are red. The lights are dim. The only person I can think of is Vice Principal Richard Vernon, who is a sufficient antagonist for The Breakfast Club, but isn't an 80s movie college dean, and I don't really feel that strongly either way about him. <laughs> you know what? Fair enough. Uh... <laughs> Could have, could have distributed that one to one of the older panelists. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm not going to rank anybody, but we, we've got an idea of who would have done well. <laughs> Just didn't want to be ageist. Oh, there's so many landmines in writing prompts, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Melanie. Uh, yeah, I guess I was technically high school breakfast club. All right. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, off to segment five already. Just like that. You know what? Not already. This is perfectly timed. Well done, everybody. <laughs> segment five, Department of Tourism. Things are opening back up, for better or worse. So, people are going to need to know where to show their maskless, inoculated faces soon. In Department of Tourism, it's your job, as the newly hired tourism directors of the following places, to tell us why we should want to come visit or live there. So give us your pitches. Rhoda, let's hear. Yeah, see, I might, I may, I may have shuffled this one around appropriately by, uh, by vintage. Uh, <laughs> Rhoda, let's hear your tourism guide. Um, excuse you. No, <laughs> no, I mean your your uh, your aughts. Uh, that's that's retro to you, you you, <laughs> you young whippersnapper. Uh, <laughs> let's hear. Your tourism guide for Retro Lahoma. Hey, cold cats and kittens, feeling the need to grab your chariot and hit the road? Forget your gringles and get your kicks on Route 66. Take a vacation away from the nine to five. Join us for the summer at Camp Retro Lahoma. <laughs> Every day is full of bitching activities like shuffleboard. Basket weaving and merengue lessons with a swell and exotic Hispanic chickadee. Circled with a few ankle biters? No problem. Come on down to the rec center and play some hot scotch and hula hoop. Also offering daycare so you and the missus can slip away and have a ball with that classy chassis. Single and ready to mingle? Enjoy your evening by catching the latest James Dean flake at a passion pit or flip your lid at the nightly dances. You've seen Dirty Dancing. You'll really be cooking with gas there. Retro Lahoma. We're a happening place with friendly smiles, but you can't see them through the mask because we're still in the middle of a global pandemic. Vintage vibes, not vintage values. <laughs> oh, thank you, Rhoda. <laughs> that was bitchin'. Uh, <laughs> so, Rhoda, where can folk enjoy um, Rhoda Ramon outside of the, the STAB show that you're currently participating in? You can find me on social media. Everything is just Rhoda Ramon. Mm -hmm. um, and hopefully coming to a stage near you soon, hopefully, hopefully. this summer. Hopefully. Yeah, this summer. Let's... Let's pace ourselves, everybody. Let's let's think May and June, or you know what? Whenever, whenever, uh, two weeks after, whenever you get your second stick, yeah. Then I think just May June is good. Yeah, just get out there, uh, but get out there safely, because uh, you know we'd like to open again sometime. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Rhoda, Jason, 
Jason, let's. Yes. I'm not sure why. Jason, let's hear your tourism guide uh, to Splodyville. Okay. Well, I was going to have sound effects, and that didn't work, so I'm going to do them by <laughs> mouth, and hopefully it works out. So imagine like a military battlefield in the background, and here we go. <laughs> Get over here and gather around, you slugs. Welcome to Splodyville, you sacks of snot. If you thought you were going to skate through and get your GI Bill without getting your hands dirty, you got another thing coming, boy. Now let's move out. Are you latrine queens ready to stop being Charlie Foxtrots and make it into high-speed red team? Then listen up and shut your crumb catcher. Now get down and let's get low crawling, you damn bullet catcher. Explosion. Jesus. Hey, you. You best keep your head down before you get blowed up. I know you thought this was going to be easy. You know good. Diddy bopper and dopes on a rope. But this is your new zone of action. And if you don't keep moving, I'm going to shove my boot up your fourth point of contact. What do you think this was going to be? Running around shooting your bang bang sticks? All right. Good job, you guys. You trench monkeys. Now get over here and grab some chow. Yeah, that's right, Rambo. Pork and beans for dinner again. <laughs> oh, the show is just littered with pork and beans. <laughs> pork and beans and cut off jeans. Oh, man. All right. Well, I can edit this one because I've already got the title. Uh <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. So good to oh, have thank you. Thank you for having me. Sure. Absolutely. Wonderful to have. So, where then can folk uh, find Jason Meitzel out in the wild, woolly world of the internet and beyond? Well, the only thing I'm doing is uh, the title below me, I'm assuming, is there, yep. is uh, the Ilona Effect podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all that crap. And, uh, it's just me and my my mom, mm-hmm. who was a heroin addict, who I didn't live with. Um, we got together, and she's going to tell me the truth of her entire life. And that's what's happening. And they've got like eight, nine episodes up right now. And the oh, latest nice. one is probably the, I don't know, the most shocking one. Oh, well, that is that is prime teaser material. <laughs> Well, that's that. That sounds wonderful. Uh, I mean, it sounds terrible, but it sounds <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> no, I'm glad you've been doing this. It's probably really uh, uncomfortably satisfying. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it is. It's really good. Um, I can see wh- why I decided to go into comedy many years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I also want to say that being a huge listener of this podcast. Mm. Uh, on a daily basis, usually, um, Rhoda and Melanie, I have heard you guys many, many times, and I enjoy all of what you write. So thank you for yeah. my commute uh, ear candy. Yeah. That's, awesome. uh, you guys are very talented. <laughs> yeah. Jesse Price letting us come on. <laughs> usually, uh, when, when I'm on top of editing things, which I am very not... Uh, but for a long time here, just getting reports uh, from Jason's commute on <laughs> on the episode that he listened to that morning. Uh, yeah, you're out. We need some more. Yeah, I gotta. Ugh, this is five. I, I 
I put out three like two weeks ago, and then I've fell, fallen back again. We're already back in the hole. Um, uh, Melanie, uh, before we get to your last bit here, where can folk enjoy their uh, Melanie Ford out out in the world? Yeah, so... Um, uh, uh, <laughs> Like same place as usual. So my, like my Instagram is Malagna, where the second O is a zero. I'm on TikTok, and it's just Malagna with letters instead of numbers. Um, that's pretty much it right now. Yeah. Cool. Uh, you got anything in the? I'm. I, you know what? I'm not gonna push, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we'll see more stuff. Hopefully you got stuff in the works. Uh, and enjoy enjoy all the Melanie we can get. Melanie, you are giving us. The tourism guide for, um, I don't own a TV'sburg. <laughs> Hi, welcome to, um, I don't own a TV'sburg. I'm sure you found us through our ads on Instagram. Here in, um, I don't own a TV'sburg, we pretend that not owning a TV is still a relevant cultural or political stance to take in a society where everything else is on an even more invasive screen of one form or another, and you can get your various film and, and can get you various film and episodic programming anyway. Perhaps 30 years ago, not owning a TV allowed for more intentional media engagement through magazines, books, CDs, and even the occasional film you left the house for. But today, we simply can't afford to justify the several hundred dollar expense of a big block while the small block in our pocket gives us magazines, books, CDs, friends, family, seven forms of bite-sized entertainment, all the violent video games we're desensitized to, all of the violent depictions of murder we're desensitized to, all of the porn any of us could possibly masturbate to, all of the porn any of us could possibly develop a thing for out of initial disgust that turns sexy, a way to hunt down every single person who has ever wronged us in our lives just to judge whether or not we think their dog is cute and or cared for, and Jerry Spring reruns. Nor can our socialist status afford for any of us to acknowledge that we can't afford something. Um, I don't own a TV'sburg. Come for the sense of intellectual superiority. Stay for the strong Wi-Fi. <laughs> Melanie Ford. Um, I don't own a TV'sburg. And <laughs> do it. There it is. That is Stab. Thanks, everyone, for joining us tonight. And, of course, a special thank you to our amazing panel, Rhoda Ramon, Jason Weitzel, and Melanie Ford. And thank you all who joined us for the show live in the chat like we were point uh, <laughs> if you'd like to be like them just tune in to stab comedy theater tv every thursday night at eight on twitch youtube or facebook live and we'll be there or if you'd prefer to take this in an audio only format you can enjoy this and all 259 other episodes of stab on your podcast outlet of choice such as apple Podcasts, the spotify stitcheroo or podknife and that's all we got for you tonight, folk. Until next time, I've been your host, Jesse Jones, and you've been like a great big old warm hug to my brain. Good night. <laughs>